Hello there, Delroy again from Eastway. Welcome to another um, episode of Van Talk. I've got my main man, Marley, with me. And yeah, you know something, I, a topic I wanted to talk about today, Marley, is um, the, you know, when you come across switch, um, wrong polarity. Where, wrong polarity? Yes, which where you got the neutral where the live should be and the live where the neutral should be. Okay. And if you've come across that. The first time I came across Are that, we talking about at the mains or at, at MC? Well, well, this is what, this is what I'm going to go into. The first time I came across it, <laughs> I did it. Because <laughs> I remember this was in... i tell you when this was. This was about 78, Marley. I was a young Sparky. When right? I was born. Yeah. Hold up. No. Wait there. You know, I think it might be before you. It's either... It was 78. You were born in February. Could have been 77. Whatever. It was, I was a young Sparky. And my mate, he'd moved to Brighton. Okay. And he was doing up his house. So I went down there to... I think his uncle or his... Some, some relation was a chippy doing some work. So I went down there to Brighton to do something. So I... I can't remember if I wired this circuit in for the cooker or I just connected it. So what I done, I connected the cooker switch. So his wife now started using it. And she goes, oh, Delroy, this thing's getting very hot. So the switch was getting hot. The switch was getting hot? Yeah, the switch was getting hot. So I said, oh, all right then. So I took it off and I looked at it. I'd switched the neutral. I'd, put, I'd connected it wrong. So you put the neutral with a live should be in a live really? in the neutral terminal. Yeah. And that, at the back of the switch. Yeah. The cooker switch. Yes. So what was that? Six mil? Yeah, it was six mil six mil cable, yeah, something uh-huh. like that. But yeah, it was probably it was six mil in there. And um it was when I touched it, I just pulled my hand, it was getting really hot. And that's the first time I come across it. Right. But then over the years I have I've come across it in various jobs. I remember I'd done a job just near Tower Bridge. Uh-huh. They called me in to, I think it, yeah, was the fit in the fuse board. They were worried about something, and something was wasn't going right. I think this shower was wasn't working properly, getting hot or cold, one of the two. And then when I went in there, it took me a while to suss it out. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, but then I realised. I think um, yeah, I must have done a test on it. And it come up neutral fault. So when I look, so this was a call out. Someone called you out to this. Um, or remember, you wired no, it I was yourself? working at Suffolk Council at the time. Okay. As a something, not for Suffolk Council. Yeah. And um, I can't remember how the job come about, but I think it was someone I knew, and they um, knew this person. And I, anyway, I went there to have a look at it, and um, I even been then who told me. Maybe they'd ask Dent to do it and then couldn't be bothered or right, yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyway, I went there and it was a neutral fault and um, it was causing all sorts of problems in that flat. Where was the fault at that point? At the, at the, at the mains. In the board? Yeah, in the board. It was switched up. It, was, yeah. it the, was it at the MCB or at the no, mains? No, I, th- I think it was at the main where the tails was connected. Oh, OK. But you know, and also, Marley... I went to another job, right? This was, I can't remember the time span, but I went to another job. And when it was an oven, that okay. was wired wrong. 
connected wrong. And when you looked inside the oven, there was like little holes in the not little dents. holes, dents in the oven, like if if you shot pellets into it, right? Okay. And they'd been having trouble for years with this this um, oven, and then it conked out. Was it industrial? No, no, no. So in the house. flat, in okay. the flat, yeah. And um, so what I found out over the years, Marley, is that this um, wrong polarity thing, neutral where cross neutral, polarity, yeah, cross polarity, it gives various problems because I've never seen anything like that. Because yeah, this oven had little dents in the hole in the thing in the side of it, like someone shot pellets into it. So <laughs> I don't know what happened there. But what I think is, just before you carry on, the cross polarity there was that at the board again okay. or at the switch? No, that was at the cooker point. Okay. And I've come across it. I've come across it a lot, man. And you know what? What? Um, what I think, right? You know, you got the meter. Sometimes, if you put a main switches, so you would come from. If you come from the meter to a main switch, and then from the main switch to your fuse board. Now, if say you've done the cross polarity at the main switch, because remember, you're coming from meter, main switch, main switch, fuse board, uh -huh. fuse board. You're going to the uh -huh. so. Everything else is wired and connected properly, but at the main switch, you've done um, correct. It reacts different. What I think, I can't, I don't know this for 100%. I'm only basing it on my experience. Huh. If you've done the wrong, the cross polarity there, it has a different effect, effect than if you'd done it like you've got the cooker here at the cooker switch. Right. Yeah, different. I think. It's more onerous, it's more dangerous if you do it at the local point than right. if you do it there. It's, it's bad in all cases, but the effect is worse the nearer it is to the thing. Because but, I would say if you do it at the board, then you're affecting the whole yes. installation. Yes, but you know what, Miles? I come across one where the, it was at the main switch. And what happened? Everything was working okay. But when certain lights were switched off, the, you switch off the light, and then the light starts flickering, flickering, flickering. Because you've, you've switched it off at the switch, uh -huh. but the light, and it's, it's like a, it, it start, it's an LED light. Oh, it's the but, LEDs. Well, not, not like the old type of No, lights. what it is, it's like... You know the GU10? I don't know if you know. You I know, know I heard you know, the GU10. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, people used to say that. I didn't know what it was. Uh -huh. But it's them ones, you push them in and twist them. They, they're like a triangle thing when you look at it, round. Anyway. Yeah, I know the one you're Yeah, about. anyway. Um, it was one of them, but it was LED. And when you switch off the light, the light will be flashing, flashing, flashing like that. Not, not brightly. Just to flash it. Sometimes it flashed, sometimes it didn't. Okay. Right? And I didn't know it was it. I wouldn't didn't know that it was a cross neutral doing it. But after this is why, Marlon, any job you do, any if you've reconnected something, test it. Put your tester in there to check it. Right. Right? I'll go across it. Always check your connect. Or anything you do, you reconnect, check. Because if you test it with your put your mega in your plug it in or whatever it's going to come up and show you yeah yeah, yeah. you know straight it so, will show you the full on, yeah. your, on your test so straight yeah away. so any job you do 
test it. Uh-huh. And that's the way, because wrong connections are quite, you can't, anyone can do it. Because you think about it, Marlon, if you're um, going around, you've got 20 sockets to connect. Uh-huh. So you know, so easy and you natural. Two hundred. Yeah. yeah, you know. Because sometimes you got that many. Sometimes yeah. you got a run where you've got like six hundred lights to connect. All oh, right. Okay. Right. Two hundred sockets. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It, and if you're just doing it, the thing that you know when you know when it can really mess you up, mm. just to um, cut in a bit. Say if you're using you're using one set of sockets, mm. and then they run out and you go and buy another brand. Of sockets. Oh right, yes. Sometimes when the, the connections at the yeah, back. Hundred percent. So when you're used to just going like boom, boom. Yeah. You're using one, and you're just saying life there, neutrals there, yes. earth there, and you just boom, boom, boom. Yes. You start using the next one, and then you don't. You realize, and you think, oh yeah, they're different. But then, as you're going through the flow of it, yeah. you might just go back to doing your you what know, you're naturally doing. That that's you get happened, what I'm saying, yeah. and that's where you can. That's, that's you happened come. to me with um. um Recess lights because there's re- these recess lights I used to buy from C- CEF. Same light, and it's those push connections. Right. And then you had, you would have live, earth, neutral. Right. Live, earth, neutral. Right. But then the other one, it's the same make but slightly different. It's something uh, like right. live, neutral, neutral earth. earth yeah, something yeah. Like and the you, earth ain't in the middle anymore. Yeah. It's like the and, you're, yeah, it's, and you're just connecting like yes. you like would you usually do, and yes. then all of a sudden you're like, hold on. I'll yes. just put that in the new in a yes, <laughs> yes. So you have to think to yourself, oh many how many of those have I done that to? Yes. And then you have to go back on yourself. Yes. That does happen. But then that's if you just realise that it's probably with these new ones, you can go back to a point, but then you should also always just yeah, go back true. a little bit further just to That's see. where it's happened to me. I've, I've done where I've got the same exact fittings, but the connections are slightly, slightly different. configured differently. That's happened to me. But so what I've noticed, when you've got a live uh, wrong polarity, right, it can cause a fridge to get really cold it can cause a hot, an oven or a thing to get really hot, mm. you know, and it can and it messes up your lighting and all them sort of stuff, mm. you know. So it's, it's I not... really want to know what what the, all that indentation thing was about. The, the... Yeah, I mean, what in the in the, the oven. oven? Yeah, I'm thinking I can. This was years ago, but I'll never forget that job because I've never seen it before, oh. and. It's been like that for years. The connection was like that for years. And I remember the guy told me he used to hear some sort of noise or something. I can't remember. But over the years, I've, this, cross, this cross polarity I've come across, and it, it, it's, a, it can, it's aggravation. It can cause you aggravation. So I can actually find, kind of like think of why it would do that. I just can't explain it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like electric, electricity can have an effect where it's being... Like it's forcing something, mm. but it's not doing what it's been for, like what it's trying to force itself to do. So then it can cause some sort of uh, I don't know knocking. I don't know how to explain. Yeah, I don't know. The guy, the guy with the oven. I remember the guy saying something about it. What? But I just saw these dents. <laughs> and anyway, um, so cross polarity is a it is a thing because you do come across it. Well, you've you come across it. it. You've come across it. I've come across it. I've come across cross polarity. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said they had an issue with their sockets. They used to work, and now they're not working anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, 
all I done was go in there, and as you said, because I just took my plug tester, plugged it in, and it just showed that it was cross polarity. Mm. Yeah. So that's what it, that's what I needed to do. Just went in the back yeah. and saw that it was but what, the wrong setting. Like I said, I think if the, if you've done it at the mains or at the fuse board, it has a different effect than if you've done it at, at the, the actual. actual yeah, yeah that's, that's what that's what seems to be the case. I could be wrong technically, but I'm only going by my experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, when that when that cross polarity was at the main switch, everything was working okay apart from you knew something was wrong because the lights just go. The lights flashing mm. like that. Mm. You switched it off. There's no power going to it. So why is it flashing? Yeah. You know? And um, once the cross-polarity was sorted out, the lights never flashed again. Right. So I can only assume that was it. Mm. But um, everything else... But over, if if it were pro, if it, that was prolonged, eventually something would have happened. I don't know. Them technical people would tell you what would happen. But um, I don't know what would happen. But I think it would um, probably make things last... If you got electrical stuff, make it affect it in the long term. Yeah. You know, probably I don't know. Well, I would say so because, as you said, that oven was connected like that for the longest time. Yeah. And, <laughs> a lot, and when you came to look at it, that's what you saw. Yeah. So that was a long term situation. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't the design of the oven. Oh. I'm sure. That <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, it's just something I thought I'd talk about because um, I come across it recently, and when I was thinking over the years, the times I've come across um, cross polarity. Yeah. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. One. Yeah. Say, Adding on to what you were speaking about. See, when you're putting up a distribution board. Yeah. And you say you're collecting an MCB into one, whatever it is. Into, so, no, into section one. one. Yeah, say so one. Right. Yeah. So you've you got ten ways. Yeah. The neutral bar is going to have one to ten. Yeah. The earth bar is going to have one to ten. Yeah. Or more, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, about yeah, ten yeah, 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 I understand, yeah. Then your buzz bar is also sectioned from one to ten. Yeah. If you connect into the first section of the buzz bar, that's one. Yeah. You put your live into your MCB. Number one, yeah. Does the neutral have to go in one and the earth also go in one? Or can the neutral and the earth go wherever they want to go? What, and, and if so, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Well, it doesn't affect... If you've put the neutral, say you connect MCB, circuit number one at number one, Live goes in uh, MCB number one, and then you co- connect the neutral in, in connection number four on the neutral bar. No, that doesn't affect anything. That doesn't affect anything. But it's it's good practice to have things um, in in the right order chronologically. Yeah, you know, live one, neutral one, earth one. So it's it's easier, and it's. Um, it's good practice, especially if you've got to do fault finding on a circuit or if you're doing a test or anything, you know that everything matches up because um, uh, that's why, especially especially when you're doing a, a ring circuit as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're doing a ring circuit because, um, I mean, I don't do it all the time. Sometimes, sometimes I do it. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm connected to a ring circuit, I put... Um, uh, like say, um, say you're in say it's like say the ring circuit's in circuit number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. So you've got two, two lives, two neutrals, uh-huh. two earths. Uh-huh. Um, if it's twin and earth, 
to be honest. If it's twin and earth, it's not really that vital because you can you can see the different twin and earths. But if it's singles that just come straight into the box, you can't tell the different legs. So in a, in a case like that, what I would do is mark, um, maybe I would mark it uh, something L, L1 and then L1, A, L1, B right. on the two lives and I'll do the same on the on the earth on the neutral on the earth so you can tell what flags little flags no, there's those little um i know what you're talking about those little clips that you can clip on yeah the white and, table. yeah and the, yeah and some and they're numbered they're like yeah, they're numbered, numbers. yeah and they got letters as well yeah so if you've got a if you like i said if it's singles and they're just coming out of a box or out of a conduit straight into you can't tell which side cause so if you're doing a so you're, you're testing that circuit. You test continuity. That's fine because you just test across phase and neutral and earth. Yeah. Right? You're just test, testing across. But when you're doing the crossover legs, yeah. you have to know which side is yeah. which, which leg is which leg. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what you would do normally, if you don't know that, you'd connect them, trial by error, and then you go around and do your test and you see that the, um, the readings are all going all over the place so then you go back and swap it you test again you see they're more equal so that's how you do it but to save all that aggravation if you can just mark it Mm -hmm. or other sometimes you just you do it at a socket where you can see Mm -hmm. it's coming from that way from that way yeah i get that you know so in so in in situations like that no in all situations it's good to have the neutrals the lives and the earth all at the same numbers so right. they're chrono- chronologically put in the order it's yeah. just a nice professional way of doing it uh-huh. but I've, to be honest with you Miles, i remember i went to some job it was in an office and i had to um disconnect the circuit to test it and it was marked with those little markers but they were wrong it can be wrong you know um yeah, you can. So you can't really, even when you see it marked, you can't take that for law. You have to actually make sure yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it can well, be wrong. It can most most of the time it might be right, but then yeah, you have to get yeah. I have come across where it's wrong. Right, but yeah. But to answer your question, it's good practice and better to do it chronologically. But if you don't, it doesn't affect the circuit. Right, there's no no effect on the circuit. It's just good practice for, especially for future work. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I've come across that where they're all over the place. Yeah, I think most. And it takes such a long time. To, to be honest, to a lot of fuse boards are like that. A lot of fuse. Because you put and, that down? Some, I put that down to lazy work person. No, sometimes the original spark has done a good job. Right. Connect everything properly. Right. But other people have come and done things and messed Additions, it all up. Yeah. Right. People have come and messed it all up. Because yeah. over the years, people may have had to come and do work, and they're not as, um, you know, professional as the other person. Yeah, so things like that. So I wouldn't blame the Sparky who done the job originally, because he's probably done a good job, and someone's come later on and messed it up. What about if circuits are kind of bunched, like say they're adding a new circuit, mm. and they haven't. Um, they haven't updated the fuse board so that so say if say if it's ten fifteen ways whatever fifteen ways mm. and they now they need a and they've all used all of the fifteen ways mm. and they now need a sixteenth circuit mm. but they've bunched it in say it's a 
a radial socket circuit, yeah? Radial sockets. Mm. And they've bunched it in with a ring circuit. So they, mm. at the board, mm. they've just connected the other live with the other two lives of this ring in this 32 amp. And so you've got three mm. at the at the fuse board, three at the neutral, three at the at the um uh at the earth. Mm. Is that what kind of what would you say about that as practice, as in good practice? No, no practice? that's not good because if you've installed a radial circuit and then you just connect it in in with the ring, that means if if you change if you lower that if you lower that MCB to a sixteen amp, you know it's not good practice, but you're better off doing that. If you leave it at thirty two amp, then that radial circuit is not properly protected. Okay, so if you so what you're saying is, take all them three cables and put a sixteen, put it on into a sixteen amp breaker. Yeah, I mean, it, no, that's like something that could solve that situation. Well, it's not good to bunch at the fuse board. It's not a good thing, but I'm just. It's just my mind is working. You've put a situation to me, yeah. and I'm saying, if. You've installed the radial circuit and you've just connected it in with a 32 amp at the ring. That's not correct because you'd need that circuit because it's in 2.5. I'm assuming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna you're gonna need to um, degrade that 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 that's my that's what's instantly come to my mind. Right, right, right. If you if you're gonna do that, mm -hmm. I would say don't do it. But if you're gonna do that, you'll have to have to degrade that MCB uh -huh. to a 16 amp. Okay. Right? Why would you Why would you make it half of the... Because like, it's 32 amp, you're saying go half of that and do 16 for, for that same... Because now you've got two circuits in a 16 amp breaker. Why is that more beneficial than a 32 amp? Well, you want... With that radial circuit, if you've got a fault on it, you want it tripping. You right. want the MCB tripping quick. Right. Before it damages that cable. Right. Right? Okay. Okay. And, um, mate, if you put in a 32 amp, it probably worked great for years, no problem. Right. Probably will. Yeah. But. In the case of there's a fool. But, um, regulation wise and this wise, mm -hmm. that's not good. Okay. Because you, if you're putting in a, a radial circuit, um, you want it, you, you've got to fuse it properly. Right. You've got to protect it properly. Okay. And a 32 amp won't do that. Okay. You need a 16 amp or 20 amp at least. Right. Okay. You know? I heard that. Fine. I understand. I get you. Yeah. Well, that's my opinion. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> All the technical bods go probably out there saying, nah, that's not right. <laughs> but, well, if they are saying that, then if they could... Because what I'm thinking is... Tell us no, what yeah. they think. Because what I'm saying... As a technical person, if you have any knowledge about it yourself and you have a solution to the to to that question posed, please put it down in the comments section. Okay, so, first of all, Miles, for your question, I would say don't bunch it. Because what you, what you should do, if for you come to that situation, you've got a ring there already, well, go into the ring and extend the ring to form this, the, the sockets that you want. Right. You know, cause spur it, off of that ring. Well, then. not necessarily spur. You've seen how I've oh, done it before. Open, yeah, how I've opened the I've, ring. I've done connection in the back to make continue the ring. Open the ring yeah. and continue yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I mean, obviously, 
it's like I've just done a, a job I, I was doing in Crystal Palace, uh-huh. right? And he's got no extra ways. Uh-huh. And he wanted to, he's putting in a new kitchen right. outside. And for the thing is, to get there, remember this is an occupied place. Uh-huh. And to get from the fuse board out to the back, that'd be a, that's a nightmare run. In itself, yeah. And that's going to be all trunking. Right. Because you can't go up and lift up floorboards and this place is, you know. So, best thing I could do is manipulate the circuit that's there and extend the ring on one side, manipulate the circuit and on the other side. Uh-huh. It's not ideal. I don't really like doing stuff like that, but sometimes that's what you, can, you have to do. And that's because the customer, the client, doesn't necessarily want to upgrade the board to accommodate these Well, even if you upgrade the board, yeah, you can upgrade the board, but it's getting from the board to the kitchen. As well, that's another part. Yeah, so that's another one. Right. Is thing, one thing is upgrading the board might be a hassle. Yeah. Then the second th- thing he, is... I, well, I think he's going to upgrade the board because I'll tell you for why, Miles, because um, I've done my part and he's waiting for, this, for the builders to do the rest. And this was early in the year and he hasn't put a rush on it so whatever so um, I told him about the fuse board because what he's got he's got the Marlon these fuse what's it called again oh my gosh Marlon I can't remember the name of the fuse board but the make you mean yeah the make but what it is the RCBOs because you have to fit RCBOs it's not a split board this, this is an old board Right, so I've done work for him before, and I've had, I've altered circuits, so I've had to fit RCBOs. These RCBOs cost about hundred and odd pounds each. Yes. <laughs> but, because what I found out about RCBOs, the price don't really differ. Like, say if it's a five amp or a thirty-two amp or a forty amp, the price don't really differ. No, but Miles, these. Oh gosh, let me see if I got it on the phone. I can't the. What the, the RCBOs cost miles, hundred and twelve pound for one. Yeah, RCBO. yeah, I was, yeah. It's is some, it for that particular board? Yes, that's crazy. Because it and what it is, miles, what it is. Oh, I had one on the back of the van, but what it is, you do, what it is, the MCB that's there, the MCB that's in place. You use that, but you get this thing they call a pod, and it attaches to the MCB. Right. And that gives you the RCBO. And <laughs> and the board's got space for all of this to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, because I've done a, quite a bit of work for him down there, you know, putting things right. Mm. Bodge jobs that I've had to put right. Because mm. when you, the fuse, it's got this, it's underneath the stairs, but it's not in the right, cupboard. Right, it's, right, not right. On the, it's not in the cupboard. Yeah. It's just in, boxed in, in this wood thing. Yeah. So, when you... When you look up, there's loads. I've had to put junction boxes in because things weren't done right. So I had to put junction boxes in properly over the years, doing this little bit. bit. And it's still got the old VIR tails. Okay. VIR tails, yeah. Okay. It's still got the old VIR tails. And um, so I put it to him. I said, look, the work that I've done, I'm going to have to get two RCBOs. So that's like 200 and odd pounds. Right. So I think, is it, and the RCBO is a the pod thing. So it's an attachment. It's an attachment. Yeah, so yeah. It's an attachment. Yeah. Not even an RCBO. An it, attachment costs a hundred. Yeah. It's an attachment onto the MCB that's there. Yeah. That turns, it, turns into, it into an RCBO. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, mate. 
So anyway, um, oh, yeah. So um, yeah. So what 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 was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> you go, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. No, so no, I was it. trying to explain what it was the uh, the radio thing connecting at the fuseball line. Yes, yes, and I yes, said yes, that yes. You manip- bunching, bunching up, yeah. bunching up. What I would do is manipulate the circuit, right? You know, whatever. Yeah. Or if I could re put a new circuit in, but you right. say you've got no play. So that's what I've done on that job, and now he's going to change the fuseboard now. To it's, is it to upgrade it or to accommodate all these circuits? Yeah, because what I'm saying to him, yeah, so. I'm saying a hundred pounds, but Mark, all I know is them pod business thing. They're expensive, and I've got to get two of them. I think because it's two circuits that weren't on our CD, so I've got to put them on because I've altered the circuit. So I was just thinking, mate, it's oh the oh, the state, everything's there. I think why don't you fit a new fuse board? And um, he's a great greed to fit a new fuse board. In fact, I had a fuse board that I converted. It was a split board. Someone, one of my old sailors <laughs> delivered me a, a fuse board years ago and it was the wrong one. I had to get another one. Anyway, I had this spare fuse board, so I converted it to one that can fit RCBO. What's the make of the one that you've got? No, it's a crab tree. You know, the usual one that I use. Yeah. So I've had it for ages. So I said, yeah, you can have that. Um, just buy the RCBOs. Okay, how many so, ways is it? Uh, it's 18 uh, ways. Okay. But, but he only has 10 ways anyway. Yeah. So it's so, good for future use as well. Yeah. So and um, so and he's gonna he's gonna have to alter that cupboard as well because um, it's one that you'll see on the on the channel sooner or later. Okay. I go back there, but because he's gonna have he's gonna have to dismantle that. And w- what I also said to him is, seeing that I'm fitting a new fuse board, you might as well put your your boiler on its own circuit. Because at the present, it's on the ring circuit. So if it trips, you know, Everything. it's always good to keep your boiler separate if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so that that's that all come from you asking me about bunching stuff mm. at the fuse board. <laughs> you know what? Let me quickly ask you another question. When you're installing a... a, a... All right, let's just say you're doing a fresh installation. Yeah. You're putting up a fuse board. Yeah. What size... Fuse board is recommended for the the, the 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 new installation. Like for instance, I'll say this. Then. So if I say if I got ten circuits, mm. should I get a fuse board with ten ways? No, it's always recommended that you leave twenty. Is it? I think it's twenty or twenty-five percent for future extension. Right. So you leave some spare ways. So if you've got a ten way, yeah, twenty percent of that. Would be, uh, what's that? Twenty percent of ten is yeah. two, something like that. I'd, I'd leave. I'd always leave three spare ways where, where I can. So you leave. Three so spare I'd, ways. I'd, if I had a ten, if I had to fit a ten, uh, if I had ten circuits, I'd get a fifteen-way fuse board. Okay. Like that, okay. You know? right. right. That's a recommendation. Um, I, or is what? that like a reg? I remember that from college. Right. Whether it's in the regs or not, I right. remember that from college. They said when you when you're doing a you're fitting a fuse board, always leave for future extension, I think 20% or something oh, like that. So it's, that it's good practice. It's more than likely in the regs then. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what regulation, if it is. Right. It's Because um, a lot of things, you, some of the stuff that you do is more like good practice. There's not regulations for right. it. Some, you know? Yeah. So I believe that is in the regs now, though. Okay, okay. If it wasn't at the time, 
than it is now. Okay, okay. I don't know. I can't. I, <clears throat> I admire them man who can quote. Because when if I phone up and I see they quote regs, man, them man no regs off the top of their head. But they're yeah. dealing with it every day. Yeah, that's something that they're actually re- dealing with every day. Every day they're getting people like yourself, yeah. or even even yeah people like yourself. Because to be fair to you, to get information, you have to be part of the NIC. You can't be an electrician that's not Nikki registered and just phone Nikki yeah. for advice. You know that. You got, you got to do what? You have to be part of the um, NIC EIC to ring them up for advice. Technical so, advice. I tried to ring them yeah. for technical advice and they asked me for my membership oh, right. details. Yes. Yeah, they do ask. And when I didn't have the membership details, they said, well, they can't necessarily give me advice. Oh, really? But I can call back on a, a day. They got one day slotted I think it's like half of the day yeah. they will use that day to ask for non members. You know who does that as well? The the um the IE. Okay. They've got a there's a I think it, it used to be on a Monday and a Friday. Right. Afternoon, I okay. think. You could phone up a certain time and get but I tried that Reese. I've done it before and I was able to speak to an engineer and got all my problems solved but I think I've done it twice in because I found that out by accident and I've done it twice years ago uh-huh. and I think I tried to phone them not that long ago but all you get is an answering machine now uh-huh. so I don't know if it's changed okay. but they used to have a can't remember who told me that but I found it out and it was a true thing so yeah. okay yeah well there's always you know loads of places you can get technical advice from manufacturers um like you say, NIC, or there's, there's always places to get technical advice. But mm. the NIC people are good. They're good. They're well, they know good. their stuff, don't they? Because okay. they're like, you know, it's like it's like some of them preachers, man. They can quote your chapter and verse out mm-hmm. the Bible. <laughs> that's they, <laughs> but that's what it is, isn't it? The yeah, regs is the electrical, yeah, the electrical Bible. Bible. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's the electrical Bible, yeah. So when they can quote, I'm always admiring that they can quote Read this and that, and they look it up and tell you all about it. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever yourself thought of working directly for the NICEIC? Well, because my, I think most, I think most of them, I don't know if most of them, but my inspector, he started off as Sparky, uh-huh. and then he switched over for the NIC. I don't know, mate. It's like people used to say, people, people ask me if I, if I um, ever thought of becoming. A lecture or something, mm-hmm. but I can't. They got the brains for all that stuff, man. How can you say that? No, how, I, how does that make sense? I don't make that make sense to me. You don't have the brains to be a lecturer, but you have the brains to be such a good electrician and well, be noti- notified and been in the trade for all these years. Well, okay, let me tell you for one. You're telling me that you let me tell can't you teach this. Let me tell you for one. I can't spell good. Okay. Right. <laughs> I remember it was funny, right? <laughs> Yeah, I got. I'm not good at spelling and writing. If I've if I've got to put something down in writing, yeah, mm-hmm. like say not on the computer, but write with your hand, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's so hard how because think, listen, how do you think you get better at that? Because because I tell you why, I write it out and there's so many spelling mistakes and the grammar is all good. When you do it when you do it on the phone or the or the computer, it corrects you. It's all good. It's, it corrects you and your grammar, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all that. So because. For instance, if I'm going to write, 
sometimes I've got to write to people, uh-huh. and there's something someone's told me this. I would I go all long, but when you're writing to someone, um, especially if you're dealing with a complaint or whatever, make it short and concise. Uh-huh. Don't go on, yeah, if this and that, because yeah. I, I would write something, I'd go into <laughs> But Man, lucky, so, lucky oh. enough, though, I got people like Omari or Niak or other people that are well-versed in writing stuff uh-huh. so they can help me correct things. Yeah. But me and my own, now I couldn't stand up in front of no class on the... On the writing on boards and you stuff. You can, like but you just wouldn't want to. That's what it'll mean. That's what you mean. Because it's not like you can't. You can. You definitely can. No, but <coughs> you got to be... No, mate. Do you know why I say you can? Why? Because I'm your student, really. Yeah, well, When you think about yeah, it over the years, Marley, I'm your student. Different. You've taught me yeah, everything. You must do... That's different, don't mate. You're on site. You're not spelling or anything. You're just... Look... It, I'm Why do you have to spell when you're in class? You're yeah, not spelling. No, what I'm saying. All right, you know what? I'm going to ask the audience. I'm going to ask the viewers. Do you, the viewers, believe that Delray the Spark could be a tutor? Could teach this electrical thing that he works at every day? Let us know. Not in college, but in on college. Site. Any, I'm talking about in college, in the college setting. Do you think Delray the Spark? could teach in a college setting and I'm just asking the audience oh, right. okay. leave their comments and let us know okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marley I think we'll wrap it up from that one mate thanks thanks for your input mate um, always mate always. Yeah. thanks for watching guys see you next time alright bye